0: Hi, my loves. Icebreaker time. Would you rather work a nine to five job that pays well, but you absolutely hate knowing you could never pursue your passions or quit your job to pursue what you're truly passionate about, not knowing if you'll succeed or not? On the show, take it from the podcast for you and me with your host, M. These are just the tip of the iceberg questions that help us get to know the co-host for that episode while allowing a safe environment for them to talk about things that don't always make us live laugh love. Along the way, we'll break out the liquid courage and get deep while having our fair share of laughs throughout the process. Now sit back and enjoy the segment and don't be surprised by who or what kind of advice you'll take from today. Welcome or welcome back to Take It From, the podcast for you and me with your host, Em. Uh, we've got a very, very interesting uh, topic for today. And I always say interesting because of how I met this person. So hopefully we'll be able to like explain to you guys the situation prior to the topic at hand. But we've got a special co-host, John, who is- Hi, everybody. T- hi. Uh, hi, John. <laughs> it's like AA meeting. Um, Yeah. He's going to be um, just kind of giving us his take on dating with autism. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the topic, John.
1: What should we know? Well, I used to be a Starbucks barista. I'm going back to graduate school, and I do have an art page on Redbubble and TeePublic. It's ACE Twenty. XD6. So if you want to check that out and buy some of my products, hopefully.
0: Okay. So I'll just send it to me and then I'll uh, go ahead and put that um, that link specific. It. Yeah, I'll link it for you. But yes. Cool.
1: That was well. Like and subscribe. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, any any second counts to like promote your stuff. I get that, especially with having the podcast. Right. Um, should we tell people how we met? How did we meet, M? How did we meet? <laughs> he's. he's... He's like the only person that's probably called me M on this episode or this podcast. But, um, so we were hi, actually, hi, Meryl. We'll... <laughs> we actually met on Bumble, um, and we were talking back and forth. And honestly, I didn't think that you were ever going to ask me out on a date like ever. Like, cause really? yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like how, what was your experience? Like when we were exchanging communication?
1: I mean, I think uh back then so like i guess i felt at that point it was more like dating a little bit because i felt like i had to and it was like well you're in color i know there's a place or you're in this city i know Mm -hmm. a thing that's going on in this city how about let's hang out do that and you're like no john i'm not gonna run a 5k at eight o'clock in the morning
0: okay you guys (laughs) This insane man and I was like, This he's probably a murderer at this point. Who recommends this? So he goes, Yeah, do you want to go run a 5k at 8 a.m.? And I'm like, no. I was actually trying to let you let you down very softly because I'm like, who runs a 5k on a Saturday for a first date? Um, but I was like, I don't really want to get up that early on a weekend. And you're like, so that's a no? I was like, it's a hell no. Um, but yeah, we ended up just going out for coffee and, um, that was actually pretty nice. Um, yeah, it was a good time. And the weather was really nice too. So can't
1: complain. Right. Um, this was the place I recommended. It was like, oh crap. I'm so sorry. It was just a drive-thru only.
0: <laughs> yes. Don't you love that? So like we get there and I'm like, I'm like, he's already there. Um, and I'm pulling up and as I'm pulling up, he goes, crap, this is literally just a drive-thru. I'm like, are we supposed to just drink this? I didn't know if you were gonna like offer like yeah just hop into my car and then we'll drink and I was like okay now this guy is definitely a murderer. Um (laughs) right
1: so luckily it was another coffee shop that since it was my first time at this coffee shop it was coffee version so they like well here's free (laughs) espresso for you then
0: (laughs) yes yeah the 151 coffee spot it's actually a really nice place it has really good music um Mm -hmm. if you're just chilling I mean I didn't mind the music
1: kind of funny how that place didn't pop up when i was searching for coffee places in our city
0: it's probably like too cool to be considered a coffee place they're like now nah, we're like basically a club at this point with the music that they are playing right yeah <laughs> um, so but yeah so the date was um pretty good um mm-hmm. i just honestly i will let you know like the whole time i was thinking like every time you mentioned something mm-hmm. i was like i don't know anything he's talking about <laughs> so all,
1: like, all things i knew were too esoteric
0: i don't even know what that means john
1: <laughs> vocab <laughs> word of the, the day esoteric
0: terms for me please
1: uh, esoteric is another fancy word for like obscured and unknown
0: yes so so yes and i mean it i will give you credit because i there are things that i really just should take more effort into like looking into because they're just interesting but i just mm-hmm. don't I, like, stay in my bubble. So you were throwing right. things out at me. And even, like, we were talking about, like, Marvel movies or, like, comics and all this other stuff. And I'm, like, pretty decent at knowing this. Mm-hmm. But
1: you- oh, that's right. You did yes. know that Wanda Maximoff, she's, her superhero name is Scarlet Witch.
0: First of all, just because I don't watch the last two seconds of the actual show, I completely <laughs> miss a whole, the whole, whole part of where they hold, like, they, th- they said the name of her, like her actual name. So that's right,
1: right. I know it's also because, like, since so that's her name in the comics, they talk about like, oh yeah, she's playing Scarlet Witch, and so you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, you threw that one. I mean, I automatically, mean, I was like, oh, no, this is, I'm gonna have to. I have a few Scarlet Witch. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> right. Um. But yeah. Okay. So let's not talk about how terrible I I am at like knowing things. Uh, we're here to talk mm-hmm. about you. Okay. So. Let's go ahead and get into the topic, um, dating with autism. So tell us a little bit about, like, the very beginning, like, essentially. Actually, I actually want to know, like, when did you get diagnosed with autism?
1: So first off, um, from my understanding, what autism is, is that the neurons of your left and right side of the brains Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are different. And so basically, that's why it's considered a full spectrum, because, like, the when you think it's like uh, for for autism or like neurodivergent, whatever the term is now,
0: mm-hmm. is like
1: you're not always thinking with both sides. It's usually like one or the other, and so God that's God. why yeah, some people on the spectrum they're nonverbal. Some people are much higher functioning than me. Some people yeah. are lower on the spectrum. So it's a whole trifecta, you know.
0: Yeah, I have seen um, the term higher, high functioning autism and I've seen mm-hmm. them more and more on, on TikTok. Um, and so like what exactly, like what would be considered high functioning?
1: Um, I guess like for me, I would be considered high functioning because like, mm-hmm. you know, I do work in customer service and yeah. managed to have like job there versus like I met some people that are on the spectrum that don't and actually one of my old bosses at starbucks um i found she found out that she's on the spectrum she's like that explains so much because that job i had that was the longest job i've ever had you know
0: gotcha
1: stuff so, so yeah um i believe i was first diagnosed with try test when i was like four years old Wait, um, what it it cost- wasn't- uh I, I wasn't diagnosed until i was four years old gotcha okay Um, at least first tested really and then it really wasn't even though I was in speech therapy and like the special ed section of elementary school and middle school Mm -hmm. I didn't really know what um, about my issue until eighth grade because I wasn't allowed on the cross country team because like I Uh, failed in math and so my mom's like well you have autism you technically have disability i wonder if they'll give you make an exception for your case
0: oh wow (laughs) she's trying to find a loophole that's
1: right so that's how i first found out about it (laughs) so yeah mom tried no luck but so that's how i was aware of it and my mom sometimes she says she regrets telling me because because she's like oh i wonder if that like weighed you down or something like Knowing that means like, you know, you feel imperfect.
0: (laughs) I think the thing about that would have been though, like you, I don't know, because you would have always felt a little bit different and Mm. um, getting answers to why you feel a certain way versus like, you know, other people would feel, um, would, I think for, at least for me, I would have peace of mind. Um, Right. Like there's an answer, and that's not just oh, am I always gonna feel this way? And there's no answer, you know? <laughs> um, okay. And then, um, okay, so then like you said, eighth grade is when you found out. When did you start mm-hmm. dating? Was that before or after um, eighth grade?
1: Uh, well, really, like um, I was really more antisocial, so it was like, forget about dating. It was just like hanging out in general. It was like, eh, you know. <laughs> So that's
0: really shocking for me because you seemed so social um, when we first got together. Was it just with a lot of practice and like um, developing like those those cues?
1: Right, part of it because like that's one thing about a lot of people even on high functioning
0: mm-hmm. talked
1: about how like with social skills is like oh, you gotta learn like you're on a curve, so you gotta work extra hard to learn that. And so that's yeah. why I think. Like, so relationships, it was like well, that's a whole other set of social cues that you need to learn. And since I never dated much,
0: yeah,
1: like I think back when we met, it's like, man, I wish I dated just so I would get better social cues.
0: <laughs> really, I I get that, and even with someone without autism, like learning social cues. I mean, I I feel like I benefit a little bit because I'm in such a big family. Um, so I've got a lot of siblings. And so understanding social cues within the, the, within my sibling group, um, mm. like, allowed me to kind of get into the real world and be able to have those conversations with people and know when someone is not comfortable talking or know when someone is really excited and wants to kind of engage in the conversation and so on and so forth. Right. So do you have siblings or, or are you? Oh, I you
1: mean, I do, them? but I have, I have two younger brothers. So okay. basically, it's like, I can't learn from them. They got to learn from me. So
0: yeah, I mean, I still feel like I'm learning things from my younger sibling as well, so I wouldn't necessarily take that too much into account. Um, but I, I right. see what you're, you're referring age to. Middle school and high
1: school age. No, they're like barely elementary schools. So.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Okay. So then, um, when you did, you, when you did start dating and whatnot, like, did you ever feel like, other than like the social cues, like it was hindering you? And did you ever date other people with autism? Uh, I
1: did when out actually last year a couple times and um it was actually kind of weird how since she was older uh they were non-binary so they were older than me um mm-hmm. but they also seemed like more on the spectrum than I was and so okay that was kind of like oh I I don't know why it's like it bothers me sometimes a little bit when like I've dated an older girl and it's like I gotta be the emotional and mature one still <laughs> oh
0: okay so That's- are you are you saying you just you want someone to be equally as emotionally mature as you?
1: I guess, but also it's like it just weirds me out about like I don't know about like if they need help and they're also older than me, it's like, oh, mm. what am I doing versus like if they're younger than me, it's like, oh, I get it. just you know you're younger so well,
0: what do they need help with um like for example,
1: for example, I guess in this person's case, it was just more like the fact that they were still in school, uh, community college, and whatnot. Are you dissing on
0: people that are still in school, John? Because I am still in school.
1: Well, I'm starting graduate school. But no, it's uh, just I don't know. But let's not get into their
0: issues. Don't get canceled (laughs) on here, okay, John? (laughs) But Um, anyways,
1: uh, so first girlfriend I actually had was eighth grade. well, what I actually, what it was, is that it was, we met, she was homeschooled. And we met over the summer uh, before eighth grade started. And it was at like a public pool place. And she was like, help me, save me from my boredom. Okay. And so my mom's like, a girl said that to you?
0: We'll talk to her, John. What are you doing? <laughs> Sounds so like, like your her. mom's like your biggest cheerleader.
1: Basically. So it's like, all right, hey, how are you? Yada, yada. And then at the end, she's like, hey, what's your number? Let me... Because uh, it shows how old it was. Let me type that in my watch.
0: <laughs> mm, oh wow!
1: <laughs> you know, call you on your landline. Mom's yeah. like, "Will called you. Why don't you call her back?" So. Oh wow, that's. <laughs> cute. What,
0: how long so were you guys together for?
1: Actually, we only had one date.
0: <laughs> only one date.
1: Yeah. To be fair, though, like we knew each other for like eleven months, and so hung out a lot times as friends, and then. Out of the blue, she's like, Oh, by the way, this boyfriend I never had, I never mentioned to you. I've been dating him for like two years. Yeah, I'm breaking up with him. Would you like to be my boyfriend? Oh, <laughs> so That should have so been
0: a red flag, John Like, absolutely. You don't, what?
1: <laughs> so, but me, it was like, I haven't even been kissed yet. So it was like, mm-hmm. Sure, why not? She's like, Hey, I want to say it louder so your mom can hear oh, more enthusiastically. <laughs> it's like, I would love to be your boyfriend louder. It's like, my mom heard that. It's like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow that's funny okay um and how old were you when this happened
1: uh 14
0: 14 oh mm-hmm. yeah those are the awkward years no matter what you're going through um
1: right so um
0: uh, okay and then so you said you only went on one date did you guys just mm-hmm. after realizing that you guys made it romantic did it just throw, throw well, everything off
1: well no nah, it wasn't that case because like we did kiss and mm-hmm. uh, stuff in a crowded theater but um anyways
0: in a crowded okay we're not talking about that
1: (laughs) Spider-Man 3 no yikes uh basically I guess what really for my case it's more like really bad at like following up it's like hey you ever want to hang out again or like go out and stuff and so it's like that's what it is like Did did you ghost her we
0: still talked, but yeah, I guess kind of
1: we term now ghosting. So,
0: well,
1: mm. mm. granted, if like she ever texted me, Hey, I want to hang out, I would have said yes, but you know,
0: yeah, I get that. So, well, I've got a couple more questions to ask you before we get into like the advice portion of it. Um, um because you mentioned being aromantic and I wanted to un- uh, unpack that a little bit, but right. we're gonna go on a quick little break and then after the break um we're gonna go ahead and get into the topic of aromantic and then some other questions that i still have all All right my loves now is the perfect time to refill your wine glasses restock that shikuchi board or finally take that load of laundry out the dryer during this break while you're doing that We would like to take the time to show appreciation to the app Anchor for making it so easy to upload each episode to Apple and Spotify with just a couple of clicks for free. As a new podcast, it has taken immense stress off our shoulders, which allows us to do what we love most, consistently show up for you guys. Now, with that being said, let's get back to the episode. All right, my loves, welcome back from the break. Um, I realized <laughs> accidentally I missed out on the icebreaker. So this is how I know it's been so long because I had COVID for a little bit and like getting back into the swing of things has been throwing me off. Um, and I also sound like a smoker still. So I'm still figuring this out. Okay, let's let's go ahead and throw in a little icebreaker. Um. And then we can get into the topic of being a romantic. So um, let's go ahead. Number from 1 to 33. Pick a number. 1 through 33, um,
1: 21.
0: I was just looking at 21. (laughs) Okay. And I feel like this is very fitting for your story. Okay. Um, But 21 is what's the story of your first crush? Is it the same situation? First crush. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so there's actually two stories I want to tell you about. Because um, okay. technically, first crush, we're talking like elementary school. It's just kind of boring about like, hey, I liked her. Let me write a letter about, her. hey, I think you're cute and stuff. And mm-hmm. Then you have the courage to give it to her to like the end of the school year. But more interesting was that there was this one girl I liked, uh, mm-hmm. I went to my elementary school too, but it was during middle school. Mm-hmm. And it was, I guess when we're talking about social cues, it's like talking to girls as friends, Fine. talking to girls as, hey baby, you want to go out tonight? Totally different set of skills I did not feel comfortable with at 13, yeah. 14 years old.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I don't think at that age, anyone would feel comfortable. So very understandable.
1: Right. So, um, so this girl, uh, blonde uh mm-hmm. we'll just call her s s okay okay so i really i did liked her and so like i did make like a christmas card about hey uh, i forgot exactly what i said about something you know short and sweet but mm-hmm. she didn't ride the bus that christmas so i was like oh well, i'm just gonna leave it there on the chair then just go <laughs> but apparently she found it but as far as talking about never really quite went there even though i knew she liked me back because, mm-hmm. like, I was talking to another girl. I
0: oh, wow. love like, Another that like, girl.
1: That was, like, on the bus. And she's like, oh, um, this other girl you like, S, she's not here. Let me call her. And it's like, hey, I'm on the bus with John. She's like, oh, uh, well, tell John I love him. It's like, oh, S says she loves you. And you oh. know, was like, um, tell her I said hi back. <laughs>
0: oh, my
1: gosh. Right. And even then, um, like eighth grade yearbook she wanted me to sign it and then like i have her sign mine and she wrote down like i love you so much Mm -hmm. still never had the courage to ask her out actually ask her out and checked up on her recently and turns out she's working as a model in europe so
0: (laughs) that is in that that was a wild ride i was not expecting that ending um but it sounds like she's the one that got away
1: john right I do joke about another girl she was friends with, but got away, but that was only because um she had a mustache bigger than mine,
0: <laughs> John, you are the worst.
1: I am. That's why you said no. We're not going out again romantic late.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Um, <laughs> uh, um I think that goes into the like kind of allows us to segue into back into the topic. Y- yes. you mentioned um, you weren't comfortable um essentially you know talking to her like romantically is that what you refer to as aromantic
1: yeah so basically like uh so high school I just feel like antisocial in general and so basically Mm -hmm. it's like I'll talk to people Mm -hmm. but as far as like hey let's even hang out or hey let's go out and like that it's just no cutting all those emotions off
0: (laughs) gotcha What, what goes through your mind when that happens like, why do you, uh, like, what makes you or f- makes you feel like you have to stop those? Like, stop it right there.
1: Um, well, it was more like an instant. It just more like a silly, gradual thing. And so okay. it's like, it's more like looking back now. It's like, oh, I guess it was aromantic. Mm. So more than, like, I decided on this, you know.
0: Yeah. What have you done um, in the meantime, like, from then to now to change that aspect? Because you are very much dating.
1: Right. So, um, well, I guess after high school, um, they tried a couple online dating sites, started Tinder back when Tinder was new. Yikes. And yeah, <laughs> Tinder so great. Right. Tinder even like, oh, God, at least back then, you feel like you can get away with high. So
0: what do you mean? You feel like these days you can't? Well,
1: yeah, because it's like you text like the reason why Tinder is like the worst because you try to like say anything and because girls get so many matches are like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that doesn't interest me. Yeah,
0: hmm. so um, I've got a question for you regarding the dating apps. Do you essentially bring up that you have autism first and foremost? Um,
1: sometimes, um, but it was actually kind of funny how like so one girl we could say back when we were in the mid twenties was mm-hmm. like the longest relationship I ever had it ended up being six weeks
0: okay
1: um but like when we were together at her place she says like yeah I kind of suspected Is is that bad <laughs> this is like already after we made out and other stuff so I was like no no I'm not offended that you suspected
0: well I mean I feel like um I don't think that I would have really picked up on it but I'm also not really around people that have vocalized that they are um Mm -hmm. and I only say that because you know some people don't know until um you know they get tested of course or someone Mm -hmm. else that has it or has been around someone else has had has had it like points out the little characteristics Mm -hmm. um so like I didn't know like when you were messaging me I just thought you were, you know, very consistent, like, you know, we would go like maybe like a couple of days at times, like not communicating. And Mm. I'm very like I've got such a busy life with, you know, work and um, Mm. like my dog and my social life and all this other stuff, et cetera, and this podcast (laughs) um, that I completely forget to get on the app. And so like when you would like message me, like, you know, double message me, I'm like, oh, he's consistent. And I like that. That's I think that's Mm -hmm. why I was like, you know, open-minded to the idea of going on a date. Mm -hmm. I did not see though that you had, because when we first matched, I don't think you had that you um, were autistic.
1: Right, I decided to change that later.
0: Yeah. And do you feel like, it's better when you put it out there first and foremost, or do you feel like it's good to kind of gradually, you know, like let them know um, after a while or just a little bit? I mean, it just
1: depends. Um, Cause like, I think the way I have it on my profile was uh, pros, this, this, um, like know how to cook, and cook your favorite meal, cons on the spectrum. And so I did have, like, one match uh, message me about, like, hey, I got so much anxiety that, like, knowing you're on the spectrum is a pro for me, so.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) That's
1: good. Right.
0: That's awesome. Okay. And uh, anything happened with that that match?
1: No, it was because, like, our (laughs) date was literally, like, 15 minutes before, like, I texted, I was texting one of my... Exes about, like, hey, when uh, we come over at your place with like Italian food. And she said yes. And so I was like, oh, cool. Wait, oh shit. I'm supposed to be on a date with this other girl.
0: John. Uh, it's mor- all for the
1: good. I the- went there. We we went double Dutch and I told her about it. It's like, hey, I'm so sorry. There's wow. this other girl I'm interested in, like, that oh, broke up with wow. me, but we're getting back together. Like, we're meeting again. It's like, oh, fine. Talked a bit and then like a couple days later she texted me again. So, so how did it go? It's like it went great. That's good. You should stick with her. So
0: good. Well, I'm glad she sounds smart because I would have probably thrown a drink in your face. Because how dare you? Actually, it would have been coffee. My matcha. I would have thrown my matcha in your face. Like if you had said You would have that.
1: wasted your five dollar matcha just to prove a
0: point. It would have been it would have been worth it. I've done I've done more for less <laughs> so you dodged
1: the bullet that no.
0: <laughs> yeah right um okay <laughs> okay um other than dating what have you been using to practice those social cues and to practice like helping yourself get out there more and you know so on and so forth because i know you you have a job where you are like around people
1: um, right so,
0: yeah, Granted, like, not know.
1: many people my own age since I'm the youngest.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in fact, because of that, like the only one person close to my age is the girl that waters our plants. And I can't talk to her without having the old ladies up front be like, hey, John, why don't you ask her out yet?
0: I mean, why don't you ask her out, John? It's none of your business. <laughs> right, right. I feel it's like it fine Just have
1: friends, good Lord. <laughs>
0: It is fine to just have friends, but it sounds like you're dating like you are deteriorating it because you're wanting to go back to your exes. Exes are exes for a reason.
1: Okay? Well, okay. To be fair, the reason why my ex broke up with me was because um, it was actually this year I just started switch the Bumble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it was like the first, it was also the first time I went out with someone that I really, really liked in a long time. And then yeah. also...
0: Um, wait this is while you were dating her you went out with another person from bumble
1: no no this is like this first girl we're talking about this is the first girl i dated on bumble was, gotcha. the, was the ex i'm talking about gotcha um basically i also realized while we were dating that like
0: she's the one that called out like you know you, you mentioned it to her afterwards and she said I, I had a clue that's the one
1: no 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 no, no, no. that wasn't even the one 20- <laughs> that's not even that was back in 2018
0: no okay gotcha Oh,
1: I think she's dating. We still follow each other on Instagram. She's dating someone else. They seem very happy. So good for her.
0: Well, that's good. Well, did she ever get an idea or did you tell her um, from the very beginning?
1: Oh, about this other girl, I guess we'll use initials D. Yeah,
0: about um, you, you know, being autistic.
1: Um. Well, I guess I acted a little neurotic and I did tell her on our second date. like, hey, I am on the spectrum. So I hope that's not a problem. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like oh, that. That's okay. That's fine. And then, like, when we talked um after the breakup and stuff, it's like, yeah, that made so much more sense for me once you said that. So,
0: and that's like the 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 biggest thing is, and th- this is even outside of like autism and whatnot. Like, I feel like if you give someone idea or let them know your full picture, it doesn't have to be everything. You don't have to you know put everything out there, but. If you give someone an idea of who you are, it makes more sense for them to be able to like date you or be friends with you, et cetera. Right. And I feel like when people um, they uh, withhold that information because they mm. think that they'll either get judged or um it'll get taken um, wrong, then mm. I think it's just hindering them more. I don't know what would you say about that? I mean,
1: I don't know. I guess it's sort of like how open is too open. when the boundaries about that, you know. So
0: Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that. So I guess um, use your own discernment and uh, um, like figure out when that time is right. I just don't think that you should ever just like not say anything to people about like very important things. uh, You know that is part of who you are. Right. Okay. Well, um, any other, you know, any other things you want to bring up to the listeners before we get into the advice portion?
1: Um, no, not really.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, um, first question, John, what would you give to people that, um, do like that are on the spectrum? Like, what advice would you give to them in regards to dating?
1: uh so regards to dating um basically remember that the point of flirting is not to get them to like you it is basically to make them feel good
0: okay what do you can you elaborate
1: on that so basically it's like i think part of like i had some anxiety in middle school was always feels like seems so much easier to get people to hate you than like you and it's like that stuff but I guess mm-hmm. looking up, um, like I said, like not really much flirting skills. So mm-hmm. looking up how to flirt and that's one thing they mentioned. And it's like, yeah, that actually makes total sense. It's like, Because you know, they might not like you back, but at least it's like, you make them feel good though. Then it's like, then you did your job, you know?
0: I love that. Awesome. That's actually advice that I just recently gave my um, stepbrother. Mm-hmm. No, my brother-in-law. Okay. um because he just got a divorce and um he was like I just have such a hard time dating and whatnot and I was like well or like just you know going up to girls and I was like well what are the intentions mm-hmm. you know prior to going up to them are you trying to get something out of them or are you genuinely just trying to give them a compliment or you know tell them that you like this certain thing about them right and of course it was he was trying to get something out of them. And so I was like, you need to flip that mindset. You know, like you don't give people compliments just to hear thank you back. Um, mm-hmm. You give people compliments because you want to give it to them, you know? Right. I love that. All right. And then what would advice would you give to people that are dating someone um, that is on the spectrum?
1: Um, a little bit of patience.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, also don't be afraid to be brutally honest it's way better than it's like something Uh, like if something bothers you just talk it out with them instead of like is you know instead of second guess yourself sure
0: yeah
1: right because it's like sometimes we really don't know about like oh I'm doing this wrong I decided let me fix it then you know granted I know like the least attractive thing a husband can say to his wife is what can I do for you (laughs)
0: Because, like, they should already know. <laughs> right. Yes.
1: You know, I heard about that. And then, like, I told, like, I had asked my mom, guess guess what, what the question is. And then I finally told her. and it's like, no, you're right. That makes so much sense. I hate it when your father asks that. Aww, <laughs> your eyes do the dishes or something.
0: <laughs> right. No, I get that. And that's really big, you know, just communication and making sure that because um, I think. Do you think um, maybe it's because like the person is like afraid to like upset um, the person that is on the spectrum? Like it's gonna hurt their feelings if they bring something up?
1: I think like, yeah, both. Cause like, I think for me, one of my like partial anxieties I have about like even asking people out wasn't so much the fear of rejection. It was more like, oh, if you're not into me I just put you in a very uncomfortable situation then by like, oh no, I'm so sorry. So. oh
0: like as in like saying no because you have autism or because you're
1: on the spectrum uh just like we're talking about like just asking out in general but yeah like, i guess we like i don't know if it's something to do with being on the spectrum but like
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so that's the thing like especially when i was the only guy working at starbucks i think if i was asking my coworkers out that was the thing that bothered me more was not so much they rejected me it was more like oh no i'm another one of those creepy guys that. Flirted with gotcha. <laughs> the gotcha. about.
0: Gotcha. No, <laughs> I get that. What
1: is it all about? What not to do? Then, if you want to hear some of those.
0: Oh, do we have the time, John? Um.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. If you want to go ahead and, and listen things of what not to do, let's hear them.
1: Okay. So at least I'll just tell you an example of like one really old dude that we always forget his name, so we would call him uh, Casket Nova instead of Casanova.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I get
1: that. And basically, what it was that one time in particular was that he came by and brought a flower to my manager, and he's mm-hmm. like, Here you go. How about a kiss? But luckily, she had some Hershey's kisses candies So she oh. gave him that. It's like, Here you go. I was like, Not what I want, but it'll do. So. Oh,
0: no. That's awesome.
1: Oh, hit another guy that was. Uh, closer to our age but still like you know mid 30s I think divorced dad too but sure like talking to her and it's like she's talking about man, I want to go back to the gym's like well I'll pay for your membership I was like no guys that's too forward <laughs> for someone who works in customer service too.
0: Oh my gosh that is yeah. aggressive that is way too aggressive. Well it's
1: too aggressive yeah all
0: right and then um any last bit of advice you feel like the listeners would be able to take from this episode.
1: Um, also, I guess when dating, you still also just remember to be also be happy with yourself being single, and that'll okay. make dating so much easier.
0: Okay, there you have it, you guys. John, with dating with autism or dating on the spectrum, i'm still trying to figure out what title this, but you'll figure it out by the time it's up, you guys. Thank you so much, John, for um, indulging me and in, um, being on the, the podcast. Uh, I know it was like really random and you were like, oh no, what does she want? When I was like, hey, quick question or a favor, mm. um, but I do appreciate it. And um, yeah, if I'm sure you guys will probably hear him um, back on the episodes um, in the near future as well. So watch out and uh, I'll put his link
1: going to be a recurring character.
0: We'll see. We'll see. If,
1: okay, if, okay. We'll see how if, the episode does, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, as in we'll see if you're not canceled after this episode because you said some interesting things, John. Okay. <laughs> All right, my loves. Thank you again so much for listening. Not to take it from the podcast for you and me with your host, Em, and we will see you next time or hear you next time. You will hear us next time. There you go. That's the one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode as much as we enjoyed making it. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Take It From, spelled F-R-U-M, where you can leave reviews, good or bad, we want to hear from our loves. Lastly, I'd like to thank the app Anchor for allowing us to make this all happen. The Anchor app makes it so easy to upload each episode which is then shared to Spotify and Apple with just a couple of clicks for free. Thank you again for listening to Take It From, the podcast for you and me, with your host Em, and we'll see you next time.